We have some breaking news. Netflix just reported their earnings report just a few minutes ago, and this is for Q4 of last year. So we get to see what's happened. Now, before we even dive into the shareholder letter and go through the earnings report, I just want to go over some of the headline news here. We have the big news. This is what every investor pays attention to. The quarter by quarter subscriber gain or subscriber loss for Netflix. In this case, they forecasted gaining 4.5 million subscribers, and they ended the quarter with a net addition of 7.66 million subscribers. So they beat their forecast for subscribers. That's good news. I like it when the business is growing, but I think investors pay a lot of attention to this news in particular. If we look at the reaction from the stock market, it's always volatile. Netflix is one of the most high beta volatile companies even though I think the business fundamentally strong, the stock is all over the place. So this is one that I discourage others from investing in because I, I don't think most investors can tolerate this level of volatility. Now, the stock right now is up 5% after hours. It went as high as 8% and then it moderated a little bit. But this is what everybody pays attention to after Netflix's earnings. And I actually don't think that investors should be paying attention to this. So much of this stock price movement is driven by short-term traders, options, different investment vehicles that push the price up and down. And I don't think it's reflective of how the company's actually doing. So rather than focusing on the short-term price fluctuations, I wanna dive into the actual letter and see how this business is doing. Now, as you know, I'm invested in this business. So you're looking at this from someone that has a stake in the company. This is one of my largest when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply holdings. I've, I've kept the faith with Netflix. I kept invested in it when it fell 70%. I kept invested in it when Bill Ackman sold out. I kept invested in it when people were trashing me in the comments for staying invested in this company. Because every time I look at it, I like the company. So I come from that perspective. I like the stock. I like the company. I'm staying invested in it. Now, here we go. Q4 2022 revenue, operating profit, and membership growth exceeded our forecast. We continue to lead the industry in streaming engagement, revenue, and profit. That they can say confidently because they lead it in all of these categories by a wide margin. Um, every other streaming competitor, whether it's Disney, uh, Paramount, Peacock, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, all of them lose a lot of money with their direct-to-consumer part of their business, the streaming part of the business. Netflix is in a very privileged position where they're the only one that reach scale. They're actually profitable. They say our Q4 content slate outperformed even our high expectations. Wednesday was our third most popular series ever. The Harry and Meghan, our second most popular documentary series. Troll was our most popular non-English film. And Glass Onion, A Knife's Out Mystery, our fourth most popular film. So we have over just the past year, Four of their most popular pieces of content in the history of the company all came out last year. And Wednesday, it, this was like a smash success. It's crazy how Netflix, even without all the IP, you have companies like Disney that has all this incredible IP like Marvel and uh, Pixar and Lucasfilm. Netflix doesn't have any of that, but somehow they, ju they just fabricate these smash hits like Wednesday. A troll, Harry and Megan, right? They, the documentaries they come out with, the different series, sometimes they just are able to pull a success out of nowhere. They say we successfully launched our new lower price ad tier 
uh, ad supported plan in November and are pleased with the early results with much more still to do. That strikes me as some potential weakness there. They don't give much in it. I think if they had incredibly good statistics or measurements on it, they'd probably show it here. So I think there's probably a reason why they're, uh, that doesn't strike me in building confidence, saying that we're, we're satisfied with it, but we still have more to do. In my opinion, I read that as the ad tear is not going strong, but who knows? We'll, we'll look at that later. They say we delivered on the high end of our operating profit margin target for the full year of 2022, and we expect to increase our operating margin in 2023 versus 2022. So their operating margins are actually increasing over time. They're not going down. And this is the sign of a company that has operating leverage. Every additional dollar of revenue that Netflix makes should actually increase their profit margin of the company, their operating margins. So that's a company that has operating leverage. If a company earns more and more revenue, but the margins stay the same, that's a company that does not have operating leverage. And Netflix is a company that I personally think has an incredible amount of operating leverage. They say for 2022, we finished with 231 million paid memberships and generated 32 billion of revenue, 5.6 billion in operating income, 2 billion of net cash from operating activities and 1.6 billion dollars of free cash flow. So this is a profitable company, profitable in the full year of 2022. And even profitable when you look at a free cash flow metric, 1.6 billion dollars in free cash flow. If we zoom down to the cash flow statement, we can actually take out the stock-based comp. The stock-based comp for the entire year of 2022 amounted to 575 million dollars. So we look at this again and just do some quick napkin math. They did $1.6 billion in free cash flow. We can net out the stock-based comp, which is roughly half a billion dollars, and the company made just over a billion dollars in free cash flow in 2022. That's the story of Netflix, a free cash flow positive company, even factoring in paying their employees. And my opinion is in 2023, We'll see their forecasts, but I think, they're, I think their free cash flow is going to go up dramatically. We have some unfortunate news here. This is news that I don't like to see. Ted Sarandos and Greg Peterson are now the co-CEOs of Netflix with Reed Hastings as executive chairman. So he's stepping down. Reed Hastings is one of my favorite CEOs. I like the guy. I just like, I, I like his mind, the way that he thinks, how simple he puts things. Um, obviously, he was an incredible CEO of Netflix. So we're seeing, in my opinion, the same thing where we saw Jeff Bezos go, go away to the executive chairman position. We're seeing Reed Hastings do the same thing. But when I look at this, it's only a matter of time until this happens. He's been running the company successfully for a long period of time. And I think that this shows that Netflix really thought about a succession plan. They had Ted Sarandos be co-CEO for a number of years, and they're kind of handing the baton off to another co-CEO. So this had... I think a much better succession plan when you compare it to something like Disney, where they just threw someone in the position that didn't know what they were doing. So even though I'm sad to see Reed Hastings step down, I do think their succession planning was much better than some other companies. So far, overall, I like the report. There's some parts of it that I don't love. The commentary on the ad tear, I think, was very weak. I think it was a red flag to not share the actual numbers and say, we have a little bit more work to do on that. But I'm not too concerned about that. I think that will be something that's iterative and slower growing. So the ad tear is not my primary focus. Overall, Netflix is a company that just added 7 million paid subscribers. It's a lot of new members to the actual company. And the fact that they're growing free cash flows while adding more subscribers, I think is impressive. The company did $1.6 billion in free cash flow. Even netting out stock-based comp, they did $1.1 billion. And I think that will over double in 2023. Then they have commentary on their... 
At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Competition. This has been one of the big critics of Netflix. One of the big bear cases for the company. Competition is coming to get them. They say we continue to operate in highly competitive markets as consumers have a vast number of entertainment choices. Beyond our direct streaming competitors, we also vie for consumers' time against linear TV, YouTube, short-form entertainment like TikTok, and gaming, to name just a few. The silver lining is that the market for entertainment is huge and Netflix is still very small by comparison. I watched this old interview with Jeff Bezos. It was back in 2010 and it was with Charlie Rose. And Charlie kept asking him, how is Amazon going to beat Walmart? And how is Walmart going to beat Amazon? And they're going back and forth like there's going to be a winner and a loser. And Jeff Bezos had to remind Charlie that retail is a massive business and there's good odds that Walmart will succeed while Amazon succeeds. So he doesn't have to worry too much about Walmart. This is exactly the point that Netflix is making here. Entertainment is massive. YouTube, TikTok, WarnerMedia, Disney, and Netflix can all succeed. And then they finally go on talking once again about the cash flow and capital structure, noting that they're free cash flow generative. They're a company that has good operating margins. They're increasing their margins over time with every dollar of additional revenue. And they are a scalable company, something that I really like in my investments. So that's the earnings report. If we want to look at the numbers visualized, we can use Qualtrum here. We have the most recent numbers already added in. Netflix right there, their revenue was $7.85 billion. So it's a little bit lower than the two prior quarters, but still an increase year over year. And again, a lot of this has to do with the FX currency. So they're expecting reacceleration of the revenue. Now, we look at the important number here, the actual cash flows of the company. Uh, we have the latest quarter right here, 332.27 million. If we factor in stock-based comp, it is exceeding the amount that they're paying even in stock-based comp. So this is becoming a truly free cash flow positive company. When we look at it on a full year basis of 2022, this is what the final numbers look like. The 1.6 billion, again, the simple math there, we add in the half a billion dollars from stock-based comp. They're still making over 1.1 billion in free cash flow, even excess of their pay. So I like it. I like the direction of the company. In my opinion, the story hasn't changed. The original reason that I invested in Netflix is because I've looked at history. I've seen these media companies like Disney, NBC, Paramount stay around for 100 years and generate excessive amounts of profit. I look at Netflix as a newer version of that type of media company. I think it will be around for 100 years. I think it's going to grow its free cash flow. I think it's going to scale across planet Earth, especially when more people get internet service. We can focus on the quarter by quarter, 6%, 10% down. Uh, that's not where I'm focusing. I'm focusing on the overall story arc here. So that's my thoughts so far. Hope you enjoyed this update. See you in the next one.